Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. On our episode today, we're going to be covering the life history of a very famous person who worked in Muskegon as a younger man, but who most likely you've never heard of, or his connection in the area, even though he would later be a legend in his field and known to almost all who study anthropology. Today, we look at the life of anthropologist George Irving Quimby. George Quimby was born in Grand Rapids, Michigan in 1913, and he spent much of his childhood exploring the area and collecting arrowheads and reading books in his father's bookshop. This early love of exploration, adventure, and discovery would be themes that would be carried into his later life. As a teenager, he spent the summer sailing on a schooner on the Great Lakes. After graduating from high school, Quimby went to the University of Michigan, where he received a bachelor's and then master's degree in anthropology, finishing in 1937. During his studies at U of M, Quimby got out to do field work on several promising dig sites in West Michigan, most notably a dig of some mounds near Stony Lake that would become known as the Porter Mound Site. Upon graduation, he was also hired by the Muskegon Centennial Exhibits Committee to do a test excavation of a newly discovered site on the Muskegon River close to Muskegon. This site had an enclosure that had been discovered just barely sticking out of the ground that Quimby's excavation would reveal to be about 10 foot wide and he thought it might have had a height of several feet at one point in time. He believed Woodlands Indians in the 1400s created it based on some pottery discovered there. It was believed that the site was used as a fortification, as its place on a bluff near the river made an excellent defensive structure. It was also thought it could make a great homestead as it had access to the river close by for food and water. After this, Quimby worked under the Works Progress Administration as a field director of excavations. As part of this, he got a job at Louisiana State University as head of the State Anthropological Survey. It was here that he met his wife, Helen Marjorie Zem, and the two were married in 1940. The young anthropologist at the time was also writing several scholarly articles and gaining notoriety. In November of 1941, it was announced that George Quimby was going to be the next director of the Lakeshore Museum Center, replacing local historian Charles Yates. Quimby was under contract for one year to be the director. During his time as director, he continued to do more archaeology in the area. In 1942, he moved to Chicago as he took a job with the Field Museum as curator of North American archaeology. One of his primary works in this position was traveling around the Great Lakes and researching and doing surveys on early human settlements. As part of this research, he co-authored a book entitled Indians Before Columbus, which looked at 20,000 years of archaeological history in the area. One of the things Quimby preached was the importance of the discoveries, He's quoted in the Chicago Daily News as saying, Everyone believes there's something interesting in Egypt, but when you tell them there's something interesting in Illinois, they think you're kidding them. Archaeology is just beginning to piece together these cultures. It was his research on these early humans in the Great Lakes that led to his hypothesis that early humans hunted mammoths and mastodons based on projectile points and vegetation remains he discovered. This theory meshed well with that of Ronald Mason, who noted that there were no fluted spear points north of a certain area, meaning that human hunters didn't make it that far north. With Quimby's research, it was determined that the landscape left behind by the last glacier made that area uninhabitable for the large herbivores, and thus humans who hunted them. This would lead to the creation of the Mason-Quimby line. This line runs across lower Michigan east to west, from north of Muskegon County to the Thumb region. South of the line you will find Mastodon and Mammoth remains, but north of the line they are non-existent, as well as fluted stone points used by human hunters. Quimby stayed at the Field Museum for 23 years before taking a position as a professor of anthropology at the University of Washington. Three years later, in 1968, he was named director of the Thomas Burke Memorial Washington State Museum. 
At the Burke Museum, Quimby worked hard on updating and reorganizing the museum and its collection. He also established relations with the local Native American tribes to help them start their own collection and organize their history. Another project he worked on was restoring the documentary film In the Land of War Canoes by Edward Curtis. Quimby would retire from the university and the museum in 1983. During his life, he also served as secretary and president of the Society of American Archaeology. In 1992, Grand Valley State University gave George Quimby an honorary doctorate, and Quimby would give the university money to create an anthropology lab endowment fund to help maintain the department and purchase equipment for it. George Quimby died in 2003 at the age of 89. During his life, he wrote several books, including Indian Life in the Upper Great Lakes, 11,000 B.C. to A.D. 1800, and Indian Culture and European Trade Goods, The Archaeology of the Historic Period in the Western Great Lakes Region, among many others. His work and research is still being looked at by museum professionals and anthropology students alike to this day. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll be back soon with our next episode. 